Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Exclusive on the production. Your experience just got serious. The following freestyle is not intended to be taken serious. If you feel some type of way about these bars, please reevaluate your life and get over yourself. Hoods three, hoods four. 
Red hoodie, blue hoodie, green hoodie. Guess what I'm swagging in? Going to the store. Something with a turtle with some itty bitty palm trees. Is it Prada? Is it Gucci? Is it Nada? Is it Fuji? Is it something that's gonna have you breaking out in highs? Is it something that your best friend gonna clown you? How you thinking about do I deal with the foolery? Got the shirt game on lock. The following freestyle is not intended to be serious. If you feel some type of way about these bars, please reevaluate your life and get over yourself. Attention! Attention! If you have on Team Jordans, you're chilling with someone who's rocking the finest Arabian horsehair or refuse to acknowledge the fact that your body odor doesn't allow you the luxury to bounce around like you're in the midst of a sugar high, please exit this show immediately. Attention. Now, for those who remain, you are now tuned in to Season 4 of... Got him, coach. coach. The show where we get into the nitty gritty of everything basketball in sneaker fashion. And if we're feeling chatty, we'll dabble into the local and national news as well. Now, here's your host, six foot one from Detroit, Michigan, Tyrone Smith. Yes. Yes. I got bars for days coming down my hallway. Hey, hey. If I drop a mixtape, don't mommy let me do me. Cause I'm coming through with the heat, heat. Hey, swagging through with the cheat, cheat. Hey, <laughs> it was good, y'all. Welcome to episode number two of season four with Got Him Coach. I am Tyrone Smith, the man, no myth, straight hustle. Hell yeah. I'm back in the building, back in the flesh. It feels good to be back on the mic after the couple week disappearance. It ain't nothing personal. But look, I can't be putting together episodes every week, man. That junk get tiring. I be needing time to myself, you feel me? I can't I can't do it like I used to do back in the season one days where I used to come every single week with an episode, man. That junk was like whew. it was tiring, man. Like I, I was really going through the 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 the, the, the grind. <laughs> like really trying to put together content and I just figured man, I can't do it. It's been hard even doing bi-weeklies at times just because it be so much going on. But I always tell y'all what I got going on, man. We just going to get straight to this episode. Look, it feel good to be back, man. The past couple weeks have been kind of rough on your boy, personally. I try to take it all in stride. Shout out to Mama Love, Mama Smith. 
gotten me through for the past couple days have been real in a real sad type of situation and you know she's just been kind of checking in on me every so often making sure i'm good telling me things that i should do to kind of uplift my spirits so shout out to mama mama smith shout out to all my people out there who've been making sure i've been good for the past couple weeks i appreciate y'all i appreciate y'all i'm not gonna go into details about exactly what it is that i've been through but just know it's been it's been it's been tough on your boy and um I'm just glad to be back on the mic, man. Just be glad to be back on the mic. Get to talk, do what I do for the time that I'm gonna do it, and we gonna we gonna rock out like that, man. But in the meantime, between time, I think I told y'all last episode, man. I bought me a PS5. Hell yeah! Bought me a PS5, man. And let me just say that I've had the PS5 for now going on a month. I've had the PS5 for a month. I bought it March 13th. I've had it before about a month now and let me just say that I love it. <laughs> I see why I see why it's been such a big fuss of everybody trying to get one for as long as they've been trying to get one. Why all of these retailers, Target and Walmart and and, and GameStop. I was gonna say Kmart, but Kmart ain't been in the game for a long time. But I see why all these big time stores haven't been able to keep them in stock because i love my ps5 and i ain't even gonna front i'm not a ps5 guy say what i've been xbox for as long as i can remember the last time i had a ps5 uh, a playstation i had a i had a playstation 4 pro after once but before i got the ps4 the last time i had a playstation was the playstation one the little you know they had the big they had the big a regular version and then they had that little slim version and i had the slim one and i used to like it you know i used to play a wwl smackdown on it i used to play driver on it nba live nascar football i used to play all the games on it after a while i had just become an xbox head i had the original xbox shout out to my aunt god bless the dead who uh got my cousin one so me and my cousin we didn't know nothing about playing online or nothing like that but i just remember when i first got my xbox with the first i remember pick. i called him because we got the same games <laughs> we got the same games, same system and we was on the phone christmas day for like seven eight hours just playing the game good times man good times you you, you remember all them good times that you had when you was younger after the playstation one i had like i said i've been an xbox head i've had the xbox regular xbox i had the xbox 360 i had the xbox one i had the xbox one x and then i went and got a playstation 4 and i was i was rocking with it for a little bit but i went back to xbox so i was with xbox for about a year and some change and i was actually looking to buy the series x but when i went to my people i'm not gonna tell them names because Y'all don't deserve who the name know who the names are. But when I went to my people's, asked them if they had any. He told me that he only had a, uh, the five in stock, so I was able to get a five. And I've, I've enjoyed my five ever since then. I got a, several games on there. Believe it or not, between Mortal Kombat 
NBA 2K21 All the games that I do have on here The, the game that I've found the most enjoyment is Is NHL 21 now, I think it's because I've had a fascination With the game of hockey ever since I was younger Before I even got into basketball Always the first The first sport I always wanted to play was hockey Say Wanted to be a hockey player Remember God bless the dead My uncle My uncle man and he bought me a whole hockey set I'm talking sticks, pucks Ice uh, skates He bought me the goalie mats I had the shoulder pads Like I had everything NHL related In the basement Ready to play hockey And we used to play hockey out in the street Well not in my street Not not in the, not, not on the north end Man, We didn't play it out there But when I would go to my cousin's house out in Taylor Taylor, Michigan We used to play hockey you know, they used to have a big, big uh, asphalt park uh, parking lot, and they used to they had the goals, the little rubber ball that we used to play with because you couldn't play with a puck. And we used to play, we used to play hockey. I, I sucked, but I had a good time playing it. That's where I found my most enjoyment. That's the most time I spend on the game is actually playing NHL 21. It'd be hype too. I'd be killing, I'd be killing the computer with the St. Louis Blues. Poor Red Wings. They do my, they do my Red Wings so dirty. <laughs> they do all the Detroit teams so dirty just because all of the Detroit teams are trash right now. Shout out to the Tigers too. I find, like I said, NHL 21. I've actually had, I've had a little fun playing Madden. Now look, I'm a YouTube head. I watch a lot of YouTube. I watch a lot of reviews on video games from people in the community that actually play the game regularly. And I hear how they bash the game is this, is that, the animations isn't here, all oh, the next gen stats is trash, oh Lamar Jackson got two braids when he's supposed to have three. <laughs> like I hear all the little negative, little petty stuff that people be talking about, but I've actually had fun playing Madden. Like I've had fun playing the game, like I haven't. I've experienced some issues like when I was scoring. <laughs> I remember I scored on the scoring drive and it said seven plays, 87 yards, and then on time it had 77,345. <laughs> 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 I'm like, wait a minute, that's not even possible. You can't, like, you have, you have to play. That's like over the course of like. 30, 40, 50, 70, 100 games for you to, <laughs> to amass that much time holding the ball. And how bad is the defense if they allow you to hold the ball for 77,300 and however many minutes I had just said in 18 seconds? Like, how bad is your defense? Like, is your defense 08, 0 and 16 Lions bad? Is it 0 and 16 Cleveland Browns bad? Or is it Dallas Cowboys bad? Like all three are bad, but how bad is it? I've been playing a little Mortal Kombat. I had got the extended version of Mortal Kombat. I have not yet played. I played maybe a quarter of the the expanded uh storyline. Hopefully, my plan is to eventually get back into the game and finish the second storyline hopefully i ain't gotta fight nobody crazy like the chronicle lady on the first storyline because she was making me mad i even bought a childhood favorite of mine that i used to play on the sega genesis which is nhl 94 now this nhl 94 isn't exactly like the regular nhl 94 this has all of the current teams with the current players 
so it doesn't get it gives you the nostalgia feeling but it doesn't give you that actual nostalgia nostalgia feeling of all of the older players that you used to play with with all of the older theme music that they used to play at the beginning so it's not like i can hear here come the hawks by when i'm playing with chicago or nothing like that i can't hear hear a brass bonanza when i'm playing with like hartford or something like that so I mean, you know, you t- you give and take a little bit away, but it's all the same thing. I've, I've had a little fun playing that. And I played that a couple times. Of course, I've been playing NBA 2K21. I've enjoyed. I've been, I enjoyed the storyline. I like the fact that you can pick whether you want to go to college or you can play in the G League. Of course, I pick G League and get drafted. Now, the the only thing I don't understand is when it came to the draft. So apparently the draft they had Hendrix Cobb drafted number one and I was drafted number two. How in the world were they able to amass two top three picks in this draft? Like that's not that's not possible. Like it, it, it can't be possible. And then I'm still on the team with Killian Hayes, who is the draft pick of the Pistons. That's the only thing about 2K's storyline that I don't like. I don't like the fact that you get drafted. And then you'll still you'll still play with the players that they that that they drafted in the in the draft. It doesn't make no sense to me. Like I like how NBA Live had did it when they was around. Like they would the draft will alter. So like if I'm drafted number one, and let's say who's the number one pick in the, in the draft, Anthony Edwards. So let's say I get drafted number one, and Anthony Edwards will probably get drafted like two or three. Like it will alter the it will alter the universe type thing. Like I, I like that. Like I don't like the fact that I gotta play with Killian Hayes and I'm drafted before him because it, it's just not realistic. It's not realistic. There's no way the Pistons are gonna get two top ten picks in the draft. Now with all that being said, the only negative thing about PlayStation is I don't have friends on there. Oh. I don't have friends on there i only got like maybe 10 friends on there so i definitely need friends on there so if you a playstation player hit me up add me wrong to exclusive that's r-o-n-e the number two x-e-l-u-z-i-v-e i'm not a i'm i'm, I'm not famous i was gonna say i'm not a prisoner to my fame but i'm not I'm, i don't have fame so you know i i, I play with everybody hey, i just hey, want hey. to have a good time i talk i talked about my playstation and I just been I've, I've really been in my house like lately and I remember back in the day bro when I used to when I was happy when I was content getting a 32 inch color screen TV with the big old hump in the back like I was content like you was the man back then and when I when I was 17 and I used to like I used to sneak girls into the crib <laughs> they used to see the 32 inch like yeah yeah I got that big boy TV yeah what's up then I got the 55 that my mom had got, and she when she moved, she let me keep it. And I had the big old 55 that you could sit on the ground, and it it look good. But I I had it I had it on the stand that could only hold like 40 inches. So I had this little weak stand trying to hold this big massive block of a TV, and it did its job. It did its job for the time it was supposed to do a job, but you could tell it was starting to crumble a little bit. But it, it did well. I remember, even I remember the first time I bought my first flat screen, bro. I bought a 37 inch in 2014, and that was the first time I had ever had a flat screen, like an actual flat screen TV that actually looked good. 
And I kept it in my room And then I went and bought another one I had a 32 inch So I remember I had a 39 I took the 55 out I had a 39 in my living room I had a 32 in my bedroom Like when I, when I be When I be going to visit people Or whatever I just can't see how like Oh it Like if I'm on Instagram And somebody taking a picture In their living room I just can't imagine having Like 40 something inch in my living room Bro like I, Like I just remember them days And I just It, 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 it bring back bad memories But look, I've been blessed. I've been blessed to, to to amass a lot of different things over the course of time. I'm not going to get into details, but I've been I've been blessed to, to have a lot of great things. But I talk about electronics because recently I just bought me an Apple Watch. Now I don't I hate watches. I don't like watches. I I, I don't like wearing them. I, I I've never been a big fan of watches. The only time I ever bought a watch was I had a techno watch with the with the gold with the gold uh with the gold plate on it and you had the bands you had the white band you had the uh, black band. That's the only time I had bought one. I think I was 19 at that time when I had bought one. It was 50 bucks. And they used to be like, man, it's 120, but it's you yourself for 50. It wasn't legit, <laughs> but I remember I had gave it to my mom. Ex-husband at the time, I had gave it to him because I didn't want it. I didn't have no purpose for it. But I got an Apple Watch, and when I tell you, that's probably been one of my best buys that I've that I've had. I love my Apple Watch because I don't have to take my phone out. I can do everything from my watch, which is just perfect, perfect. So shout out to the sales rep who insisted that I get one. We looked at some. I got the newest one, and I was able to get it. I, I I have everything that I can want in terms of electronics. I don't really need anything else unless they come out with like a 90 inch TV, then I'll be able to probably pop up. Next up in my world, I am in the new vehicle discussion. I've had my vehicle for about four years now. It has not gotten caused me any trouble. But I am looking to possibly buy a new vehicle. Just because I feel like I've worked hard enough for long enough that I should be able to get myself a new vehicle. So right now I'm looking at either a Tahoe, a Trailblazer, or a Wrangler. And I'm leaning towards a Trailblazer just because I've, I've, I've liked the Trailblazers. I love the new designs of the Surf Chevy Trailblazers. And I want a truck. I've had Malibus for I don't know how long. I think I've had three Malibus. I just want something different. And I want a truck. I've never had a truck, so I want a truck. So I'm, I'm leaning towards Trailblazer. A Tahoe is, is really, really intriguing. A Jeep Wrangler is also intriguing. But if I can't get the Jeep Wrangler so the doors come off, I don't know. So I'm leaning towards the Trailblazer right now. My uncle was just recently in town and we was talking. He was definitely leaning me towards getting a, a Wrangler. And I don't know, man. I don't know. Right now it's April 13th. I'm thinking maybe sometime by the beginning of July, I will definitely be more serious into the car hunt. But right now it's just kind of like, what do I want? So right now I'm, I'm leaning towards getting the trailblazer. And last but not least, your boy will be in the 305. 
will be in the 305. I will be in Miami, Florida on the 18th to the 20th. I'm going to Miami. It should be fun. Now, if you a day one, you know I've, I've had I've had an experience about Miami trips. I had an experience. I was supposed to go to Miami for my birthday, my 28th, 28th, 29th, one of them birthdays. I was supposed to go to Miami. I didn't go to Miami. I had I had a standby ticket and it was calling names on the board. Everybody' name was being called. I was the next one on the list. It was getting ready to call my name, and one of the guys who had, one of the people who actually bought a ticket, ended up showing up, and I wasn't able to fly to Miami. So I had to spend my birthday in Charlotte with no clothes. We gonna try this again. I, I got everything. I bought a ticket this time. <laughs> I bought a ticket. I, I reserved the hotel. So we gonna see how it goes. It's going to be an interesting trip and I will most definitely get into the details of that trip in the next episode. But enough about me. Enough about me because I know y'all probably tired of hearing about what's been going on in my life. But I love to, I love to keep y'all up to date on what's been going on in the past couple weeks. Because I'm not on social media right now. So you know, I don't really know what's up with me unless you actually tune into the show and actually listen to what's going on with me. But... As I did, as I did in my first episode, I love going back in time and reliving some of my more infamous moments in history. The show has been on air for four years now, and over the course of these four years, we have amassed some pretty iconic moments that I definitely want to share with you guys. If you are first time listeners and you don't feel like going all the way back to seasons to listen to previous episodes, come here to season four. I'll definitely take care of you This moment in history Is talking about a moment That happened last year A moment that is still affecting Everybody right now to this day And that is COVID-19 It hit us like a tidal wave We didn't know what to do Eventually everything was shut down Due to the pandemic So we wasn't able to go out to eat We wasn't able to go to like Major stores We wasn't able to do nothing All you had to do was bunker into the house and Play video games And hopefully you bought food So you could eat So I was one of the guys who was actually able Luckily enough to buy food Before everything shut down I got a little chunky And in this moment We're going to talk about my Shutdown of 2020, my COVID shutdown of 2020, and um, let's just say that heavy breathing and a lot of stomach moving, and a very sad moment where I went on to put on a favorite pair of my pants and I wasn't able to fit them anymore. Let's go back in time. with some of the show's infamous moments. Let's go back into time. Good. I'm like, all right, bet. Let me go get the rest of the outfit. I'm about to go throw these shoes on, you know what I'm saying? Throw this shirt on. You know, get ready to go out. 
you know, and enjoy the day. Man, I go to grab the shoes. I go to sit down. I go to sit down, put the shoes on, put the shoes on. I get up. Next thing you know, all you hear is. And I'm like, what the heck is that? So I look. Bro, in the hallway. <laughs> in the hallway. The button for the shorts is just chilling. Right by the door. Just chilling, just just sitting there. And I'm so I'm glad I ain't had nobody over. I'm so embarrassed. Like I'm 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 the bear. I'm Let's go back into time. Bro, when I tell you that I was so upset about those pants, those shorts, those were one of my favorite pair of shorts, and I were all I was always able to fit them. And then this one particular moment, I went to put the joints on, and next thing you know, the button is in the hallway, and I'm sitting here and I'm looking embarrassed, and I'm thinking to myself, what have I been doing with myself for me to to not be able to fit this pant, these shorts? And then I remember I made a freestyle talking about uh, lamb chops and loaded baked potatoes. And I think it came back to me once I realized that uh, I was feeding my um, my boredom at the time because I wasn't recording. It wasn't it wasn't nothing basketball going on, so I wasn't recording, and I wasn't able to really buy shoes. And when I, the shoes that I was able to buy, I, I had to wait for them, so I couldn't really record any videos, or anything of that nature. So it was just a it was a tough time to have to deal with. But I dealt with it And I'm here I'm feeling good I'm not looking too good right now Because I'm, I'm still I'm still a little I ain't, I ain't got lined up Hair all over the place But I'm, I'm doing my best I'm doing my best To try to make it out Of this situation Of not looking good right now But I'm going to do my best And I'm going to try my best And I'm going to rock with what I got Y'all already know what time it is, man. We about to get straight into the contents of this episode, man. Episode number two of the show. Well, I don't care what none of y'all say. None of y'all Pokemon heads say. Y'all can say me and two. Y'all can say Blastoids. Y'all can say whoever y'all want. Write you. Golem, it don't matter to me. It don't matter to me. In my heart, in my thought process, the way I'm thinking right now, Charmander is the greatest Pokemon of all time. Charmander! I said it. And if y'all want to go battle me with some Pokemon cards, we can make it happen. Now I'm going to have to go to McDonald's. I don't know if they still got the kids menu where you can get a Pokemon card. But if they do, I'm going to go to McDonald's, order about 20 kids meals. I get about 20 cards. I'm pretty sure they still got stores where you can still buy Pokemon cards. And they shouldn't be that much. Hit up eBay, get a couple Pokemon cards. But if you want to battle me with my evolved Charmander, we can make it happen. We can get it cracking. 
got him coach yes 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 and i am your host tyrone smith aka one two exclusive aka mr hustle bandit aka mr sneaker bandit I'm gonna say it by myself And if you try to say it with me You already know what I'm about to do I'm sending you a cease and desist letter in the mail Because it's all mine now Four point island Lock them up Roll. And I still can't give myself the nickname that I gave myself for so long because for 18 years I've killed the wave game. I've destroyed the wave game. I've made people cut their hair just to be on my level. And right now, because feel better to my barber my barber is going through the situation of COVID-19 right now pull through bro because I need you but as you pull through I gotta walk around with the baby Ben Wallace fro and I can't call myself Daytona 360 no more I gotta call myself Frotona 427. I have absolutely no idea what's going on. Alive in, in the flesh. And y'all already know what I come to do, man. I come to give y'all that Dylon Dillinger hot fire. That H E A T. He. Y'all already know how I go So check it out man We about to get into the episode But first We gotta hear from my main 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 man Hoodie Ron in the building Who got something that he wanna get Off of his chest this episode So we gonna open the floor Up to Hoodie Ron Give him 60 seconds to express How he feels And then after that We are going to come back And we are going to get into the episode And I'm going to share with you guys The regrets that I have with myself From not pursuing basketball The way that I was supposed to Because I think If I would have stayed on it I could be in the league What's good y'all? Hoodie wrong in the building Back with y'all with another 60 seconds with Hoodie Wrong. Look, I don't care how fly you think you are in your outfit right now, but if you got on a Puma outfit with some feelers, you out of line right now, bro. When you go out and you want to swim. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Tag out. Never cross brand brands. You gonna wear a Puma, wear a Puma. You gonna wear Fila, wear Fila. You gonna wear Nike, wear Nike. Tired of people coming in these stores with two different brands on. You ain't fly, bruh. Go on with that noise, sis. Get yourself together, man. And actually wear the brands that y'all supposed to be wearing when y'all wear y'all stuff. Hoodie Wrong signing out. Alright, that was Hoodie Wrong. 60 seconds with Hoodie Wrong talking about cross brands. And bro, look, I, I feel you 100%, man. Don't cross brand. If you're over the age of 12, you, you, you get that time frame from, like, from a toddler to before you hit your teenage years. So once you hit 13, if you're going to wear Nike, you gotta, it, it, it's, it's got to be all Nike. It can't. It can't be a Nike shirt, Puma, a, a Puma uh, jogging pants. You can't have on like it, it, it's got to be. I think it's got to be all one brand. It's got to be all one brand. I don't care how fly you think you is in it. If it's if if you cross branding, you're not fly. You 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 you're not swag. You're not swaggy right now. So that was sixty seconds with hoodie wrong. Shout out to the to the to the legend. This man gets so much love. It's it's kind of weird. Makes me kind of rethink who I am as a person, you know. Hmm. Anywho, <laughs> we 
we gonna get into the next segment of the show. Oh yeah. Here we go, here we go, yes this sir. Big thanks to eight oh eight. Young producer. Sixteen year old producer. Reached out to me a while back. Said he liked what I was doing. And they sent me a beat. And this beat is gonna play. The beat in the in the song that y'all heard is actually a beefy 808 beat. And I think I I think I killed the track. But we're going to use this beat once again to talk about my regrets from not pursuing basketball. And I look at it. I look at it now. I'm 31. When I was in my prime, I was nice. I ain't even I ain't even going to hold you. I was nice. I, I, I really began to develop my game. And I think that if I really would have stuck with it, I really would have been, I think I would have been something special, man. I would have definitely been something special. I mean, it started out kind of hard. I didn't really get into the game of basketball until I was probably like eight years old from my neighbor who used to be out there playing all the time. And I used to go out there, shoot around with him. He kind of gave me a little tips and tricks and all that other good stuff. Eventually, as I got older, I started watching the game. I started studying players. And my game got a little nicer. It got, it got nice. It got nice. It got nice to the point where, man, um, I think I, at one point I was all defense. I never really wanted to shoot the ball. Ben Wallace was my favorite player at the time. So when I was in middle school, eighth grade, when I actually played for the team, because I actually made the team for two out of the three years i didn't i didn't i didn't participate my seventh grade year i didn't i don't think i tried out my sixth grade year i tried out and i made the team and i quit the team because i wasn't i wasn't used to being yelled at so that made me feel something so i quit and i didn't try out my seventh grade year and then my eighth grade year i made the team but i wasn't i made the team and i wasn't supposed to play because i was academically ineligible I didn't have the GPA. You were supposed to have a 2.5 GPA. I had a 1.25 GPA, so I wasn't supposed to play. As I, like I said, as I got older, I went from defense. Then I, I started studying offense a little bit. So I developed a little offensive game. I really wanted to be like a Jason Kidd type player. So my, my passing skills were a one. My passing skills made me trash. Made me look trash because I would see things that nobody else would see. So I would act on those things thinking that this person would see the exact same thing that I saw and it, it would it would make me look bad. But when I used to when I used to play all oh, like the older heads, man, man, I saw what you was trying to do with that play. He just ain't see it. He just you know, so I will always get like confirmation from like older people like when they used to be playing or whatever. I just think about going to high school, trying out for the basketball team for two years and being being able to make the second day tryout, being one of the last cuts, like that always used to, that used to burn a fuel in my fire because that it let me know that I was good enough to make it to like one of the final four or the final three or the final two, but I wasn't good enough to put myself over the hump to being on the squad. Made me feel some type of way, but it, it let me know that I, I had a little bit of skills and people was able to see my skills. I think in my prime, I was a streaky shooter, which means that if I was cold, I was cold. But if I got hot, 
he lights out. Never been scared to attack the Penguin. I think remember the first time I ever attacked it. I think it was a two on two game, and my one of my cousins he big, he two eighty five. And I remember I went in the paint, and I remember I attacked him in the paint, and I felt it. I'm like, this all I'm missing. So every time I used to attack it, like with no fear, with nothing, I used to be attacking. Like I used to, I had a Tyreek Evans approach to my game. So like if I would have to say if somebody in my prom, I would have to say a Tyreek, like a Tyreek when he played for like when he played for Memphis. He was streaky at best. When he was on, he was on, but when he was off, he was off. He always used to attack the paint. Had solid IQ passing. He was a really good passer for what he was. I would definitely say I was definitely like a Tyreek Evans in my prom. Now I don't know what the heck I'm like. I play. I hooped. <laughs> I hooped. Uh, when did I? When was the last time I hooped? I hooped. I don't think none last year. Probably the year before last. I hooped and boy, when I tell you that I was going through it. Going through, I had one defensive possession when I slowed the guy down. And next thing you know, This ain't me no more. I, I'd rather talk about it instead of trying to play it. That's what it is, man. That's what it is. I always think about all when even growing up, I used to think NBA. That's all I thought. NBA, 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 NBA. Not knowing that it's other places that I could definitely went go play ball and be effective. I didn't think about overseas. I didn't think about D League and I didn't think nothing of them nature, man. I, I regret it, man. God's plan, you know, so it is what it is, and that's why I regret not sticking through with that. That's why I regret. Now, what else? What else we gonna talk about? What else we gonna talk about? Let's talk about. I want to. I want to get into the def- defense thing, man, because. A while back, Draymond Green said he was the greatest defensive player of all time. So, I went and I created me a list of the 15 greatest defensive players of all time. I want to get into that list. So, what I'm going to do is, I'm going to start from 15 to 11. And I'm going to give y'all my 15 15 through 11 of greatest defensive players of all time. So, let's get into it. The news may have broke on these stories, but they don't count unless you get Daytona's Perspective. Daytona's perspective. All right, so 15, man. 15, I have to throw somebody on this list that a lot of people that a lot of people gave love to back in his heyday, even though he may not have had the greatest defensive impact in terms of like numbers overall. But when you get love from Michael Jordan and Larry Bird about the defense that you played back in those times, I got to throw you on this list. And that is Sidney Moncrief. He's my 15th greatest defensive player of all time. Two-time defensive player of the year award back in 82 and 83, 83 and 84. He was on the all-defensive team five times during the course of his career. He was a five-time all-star. 
Sidney Moncrief is my 15th greatest defensive player of all time. 14. Now 14, this one might seem a little interesting, but I'm going to put him here because he, 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 he was nice. He was nice on the defensive end. I just think that a couple players on this list was a little better. In my eyes, the most disrespected Hall of Famer in the NBA right now, and that is Scottie Pippen. I think Scottie Pippen is definitely one of the greatest defensive players of all time. I think that Jordan doesn't win six championships if Pippen wasn't on his side, just like Pippen doesn't win six if he didn't have Jordan. So stop trying to disrespect what Pippen was as a player. He was the 94-95 steals leader in the NBA. He has six seasons where he averaged two-plus steals a game, all defensive teams, all of that. Pippen was the man. Pippen was definitely the guy who made that Chicago defense very, very fierce. We can think about what Jordan did on the perimeter, what Pippen could do on the perimeter, what Dennis Rodman did either on the perimeter or in the paint. Chicago was definitely one of those defensive monsters. 13 on my list. I'm going to go with Kevin Garnett. Now, personally, I think Kevin Garnett was an all right defender in Minnesota. I think he became a leader. A leader. That's not even a word. Elite in Boston. But maybe he was good in Minnesota, but just didn't get the recognition because he played in Minnesota. He was a 12-time all-defensive team member. He was defensive player of the year back in 2008. He was the catalyst for the Boston Celtics runs and the championship that they won beating the L.A. Lakers. Number 12, I was kind of going back and forth between these two. I was actually going to put Kobe at 14 and I was going to put Scotty at 12. But I ended up putting Kobe at 12 and kept Scotty at 14. Kobe was a 12-time all-defensive team member. 20 years that he played. He actually never had a season where he averaged two steals. He only had a season where he averaged a block. But when you talk about somebody who had the ability to lock you down, somebody who stayed after in the All-Star game, the story where Gary Payton was talking about with him, Kobe Bryant, and Kevin Garnett stayed an hour plus after everything in the All-Star game back in Oakland in 2000. And he made all defensive team that year. So you talk about a guy who wanted to be great. I had to put Kobe at 12 on my all my greatest defensive players of all time list. At number 11, I'm going to put the two time steals leader during the course of his career and the all time steals leader in NBA history here. John Stockton. Now, when we talk about lists, I never see John Stockton's name on here. And he is the all-time steals leader. It was like a, a, a great defensive set that you would want to be an all-time leader in. When you talk about somebody who's a pure point guard, John Stockton is definitely that guy. I think he could have did more if he wasn't with the Jerry Sloan. He was a guy that I felt like could have been like a 20-plus scorer. But he dished the ball. He played defense. He was the catalyst. John Stockton is going to definitely be number 11 on my list. And that's 15 through 11. I'm going to get into the top 10 a little later on. But first, we're, we're, we're exclusive on the production. Your experience just got serious. I want to talk about Russell Westbrook. 
and he says that championships doesn't define his NBA career after being criticized by none other than Stephen A who I am not who I'm not really a big particular fan of I feel like he has interesting points but more so it seems like to me he tries to make every comment everything that he says he tries to make it race related like the the Steve Nash thing, like like that that kind of turned me off for him. Like it, black like black coaches don't get the opportunity when you've had guys like Willis Reed, Bill Russell, Derek Fisher, Jason Kidd. Like you've had all these black coaches who had opportunities as a first time head coach and they wasn't able to cut it. Like let Steve Nash have his opportunity, bro. But Westbrook got into a, a verbal altercation with. Stephen A. Stephen A. was talking about his numbers and basically how he's not winning championships and things of that nature. And Russell Westbrook basically said that championships did not define him and the career that he's had. In his mind, he's already a champion by making it to the NBA. And I personally, I I agree 100% with Westbrook. Look, accolades don't always make us who we are. It's just sometimes it's the fact that we've been able to do something that we love since we were children to make us feel like we made it. For an example, like I've always wanted my own media platform to be able to talk basketball and not have to share a media platform with nobody else. I might not be where I want to be in terms of popularity with all the other shows out there, but the fact that I'm able to get some listeners, the fact that I'm able to get a little bit of money, the fact that I'm able to do a little bit of partnerships with a couple people, that lets me know that I'm doing something well, and that makes me feel good in my eyes. Now, just because I'm not a award winner or nothing like that, I'm not on every everybody's TV show. I'm not featuring on nobody's shows or nothing like that. That I mean, I would want that. Then I would want that. But if it don't come, I always know that I got the slow grind. I got my independent hustle, and I'm eventually finagle my way into something that is gonna make me want. That's gonna give me something decent. And that's exactly what Westbrook has done, man. This man has done everything in his power to have a great career. He was a top five pick. He He's the only player since Oscar Robinson, the average triple-double. Only player in NBA history to, to record at least 50 points, 10 rebounds, and 10 assists three times in a season. Only player to record 45-10-10 in a season. Only player to record 40-10-10 in a season. Player to record 35, 10, and 10 in the season. Only player in NBA history to record at least 11 rebounds and 24 assists in the game. Like, he's been able to do all of these amazing individual things. He's an MVP. Like, when he talks to his kids, and when his kids have kids, and he's able to talk to the grandbabies about his NBA career, he could tell them all of these individual accomplishments that he were able, he was able to accomplish, all the great things that he was able to accomplish as a member of the NBA family. Now, will he ever be able to say, hey, yeah, I won a championship too? I mean, that would be nice, but that's, that, that, that doesn't define who he, his career it, it it doesn't define Charles Barkley, and we don't we don't we don't talk about him. I mean, Shaq gets on whatever, whatever. But I feel like that's old because if 
Shaq was in a set. Shaq didn't win anything when Jordan was playing, and Jordan dominated the 90s, and he was the reason why Charles Barkley wasn't able to get over the hump. Carl Malone, great, great Hall of Famer. John Stockton, great Hall of Famer. All these Hall of Famers who then who hasn't won a championship. You don't define their careers by, oh, they never won a championship, they, but they had great careers. Tracy McGrady, Grant Hill, like all of these great players who had great careers but never won a championship. Championships, I mean, that it, it, that's the ultimate team goal, but everybody isn't defined by championships that they win. Let's not forget he's had opportunities. I mean, they were up 3-1 against Golden State. They blew that lead. They were the number one seed. KD got hurt. And they were upset by Memphis. I mean, there was a time where he carried the Thunder into the playoffs. It was an opportunity they had with Paul George and Carmelo Anthony. There's been opportunities for him to win championships, but sometimes it's just not your time. And now let's get into the final 10 of my greatest defensive players of all time. At number 10, we have the claw Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard is a two-time defensive player of the year, six-time all-defensive team. And when you think about what Kawhi was coming out of college, he was going to be a great defensive player. You didn't know he was going to be as pure of an offensive player as he is now. Still has the ability to lock up a player, lock up a side, and not let nobody get what they want to get. Kawhi Leonard is probably the best two-way player in the league right now. At number nine, I'm going to go with Prime Dwight Howard. I'm talking Orlando Magic Dwight Howard. The... 6'11 athletic freak who can jump out the gym. Three-time defensive player of the year. Two-time shot block champion. Five-time all-defensive team member. Led Orlando to the NBA Finals where they lost to the LA Lakers. Dwight Howard in Orlando was something vicious. Number eight on my list. I'm going to have to go with the big fundamental Tim Duncan. Now, when we look at Defensive Player of the Year awards, Tim Duncan never won one. A lot of people felt like he was cheated out of one back in 06 with Ben Wallace winning. Was Ben Ben Wallace winning in 06? I think Big Ben won in 06, and, and a lot of people felt that Duncan won it. But when you look at San Antonio and the defensive juggernaut that they were, Tim Duncan is definitely one of the top 10 greatest defensive players of all time. 15-time defensive, all-defensive selection. He only didn't make the team four times. He's second all-time in defensive win shares. He has San Antonio in the top 10 of defense for periods of time. Probably the whole time that he was there. So, Tim Duncan, elite skills, number eight on my list. Seven, seven. Number seven on my list, and this one hurts because in my eyes, he's the greatest defensive player of all time, but I have to be selective, and I have to not play favorites. Ben Wallace is number seven on my list, and look, I watched when the trade happened, Grant Hill, Ben Wallace, we like, who? But I watched Ben Wallace play, and Ben Wallace was a monster. Like, he... 
would lock you up in the paint. He was a great help side defender, one of the best to ever do a help side. Everybody talk about what he wasn't on the perimeter, but I've seen him hold guards, be able to get out there on the pick and roll and be able to hang with the guard and not lose any type of advantages that that guard may have he was quick with his hands he was quick with his feet he blocked shots he rebounded he he was the man four-time defensive player of the year five-time all defensive team member he stood six foot nine even though probably two inches of that probably has to go to the fro so he's probably like six seven six six it was tough between him and Dikembe, but I had to put Ben at seven because he had that. He had a period stretch where he was he was dominant, but once he kind of fell off his prime, he kind of was just like, yeah. So Ben is going to have to be number seven on my list. Number six on my list, I'm going to have to go with Dikembe Mutombo. Now, Mutombo is somebody that people used to call me all the time because I was tall, dark, and skinny. <laughs> and I blocked shots like Mutombo. And Steven still to this day, if you go to the hood, if you go on the north end, and somebody know me well, what up, Mutombo? It used, to, it used to bother me when I was younger, but now it's all good, man. It's all love, man. I ain't got no problem with nobody calling me Mutombo. He shares the all-time defensive record with Ben Wallace with four defensive player of the years from Denver. Dominant defensive player. Atlanta, dominant defensive player. Philly was a dominant defensive player. He held down the paint. Number five on my list, I'm going to have to go with the 95-96 Defensive Player of the Year, Gary Payton. He led the league in steals that year also. GP was somebody who was a ball hawk. He wasn't scoring. He wasn't getting a lot of buckets on GP. If you wanted to get 20, you was going to have to work hard for it. He was probably going to have to take a bunch of shots. He was going to have some turnovers. He was going to definitely work for it. He was a nine-time all-defensive selection. And it's a shame that him and Sean Kemp and Detlef Shrimp, they wasn't able to pull a championship out in Seattle. And I truly do believe if they were able to pull the championship out of Seattle, Seattle will still have a team right now. Number four on my list, I'm going to have to go with Dennis Rodman. Now, Dennis Rodman never averaged a block or a steal in his career. He was always 0 .9, 0 .7, 0 .5, 0 .8. But when you talk to players who played against Dennis Rodman, they talk about his tenacity, his aggression, his ability to play all over the floor and no let up. He could play you in the post. He could play you out on the perimeter. He rebounded like no other. Dennis Rodman was that guy. He was a two-time defensive player of the year, eight-time all-defensive team selection. One of the best A lot of people say One of the greatest defenders In, in history Just not on stats alone But just on, in, on Just on defense by itself One of the greatest Rebounders in history Dennis Rodman's Number four on my list Number three on my list I'm gonna have to go with Mike Michael Jordan Now we talk about Jordan And we talk about Two way players He was pure definition of that. He was a guy that can give you 40 And can hold you to 10 points 
He was the 87-88 Defensive Player of the Year. He was a three-time Steals champ, nine-time All-Defensive Team member. He was simply one of the greatest to ever do it. What made Jordan as great as he was, he was fundamental. Yes, he could use his athleticism to his advantage, but he was very fundamental. He played three years in North Carolina. He was very fundamental. He knew what the correct hand. He was in the passing lane. His footwork was immaculate. Jordan was a fundamental player. So, put him at number three on this list. Number two. Now, I went back and forth between these two. So... Number two, and I'm simply going number two. He's number two on my list because I just didn't see any stats. But he's the greatest. His his defensive win share is 133.4, which blows every other defensive win share out of the window. He won 11 championships. Bill Russell. Now, if they would have kept the stats of shot blocks in the game during the time that he was playing, it is rumored he would average between seven to nine blocks over his career. I never seen Bill Russell play, so I, I can't I can't put him at two. I mean, I can't put him at one. You could probably make the case for him to be number one. He probably is number one, but I, I just gotta be subjective. Like, yes, he, he led his team to eleven championships, probably with some of the greatest defense ever. 133.4 defensive win share is something that's never heard of. I'll I, I put him at 1B. One 1B. One How about that? 1B. I, I won't dis- disrespect Bill, Bill Russell like that. I'll put him at 1B. One 1A. One one so 1A. So you can intertwine him however you want to intertwine him. I'll have to put Hakeem Elijah Wan at 1A. Number 1, number 2, however you want to do it. He was a two-time defensive player of the year, three-time shot block champion, nine-time all-defensive team member. In the 18 years that he played, his career low in blocks was 2.1, which is the last season he played in Toronto. He had two years where he averaged four-plus blocks, seven years of three-plus blocks, nine years of two-plus blocks. He averaged two-plus steals for five seasons and never had a season where he averaged under a steal per game. He's number one all-time in block shots and number nine all-time in steals per game. This is why I put Elijah Wan number one and put Russell number two, but I definitely won't disrespect Bill Russell and say he's number two. Daytona's Perspective. Daytona's Perspective. One A, one B. Those are my fifteen greatest defensive players of all time. If I had to do honorable mentions, Kareem, Draymond, David Robinson, Mark Eaton, Tony Allen, Lindsey Hunter, who was man his his perimeter defense scary. Chris Paul, Mookie Blaylock, Will Chamberlain, Tayshawn Prince, Rudy Gobert. These are some of the players that I would put at honorable mentions that you could definitely make a top 25 to 30 list of if you chose to do so. So that is my 15 greatest player of all time. And to finish the episode off, I want to talk about Paul Pierce. (laughs) Paul Pierce got fired by ESPN. Shout out to Paul Pierce for living his life. Everybody, every player, I'm sure, on the offseason, drinks, mo, do whatever. 
maybe he was a little foolish to put it on live because it seemed like everything that you put on social media when you're doing something it always comes back to haunt you but shout out to paul pierce for living his life now with that being said kudos that paul pierce is not going to be on an espn basketball show giving any kind of commentary anymore because i don't know between him and kendrick perkins i don't know who's the worst and i'm gonna have to go with paul pierce because paul pierce say some things that just make you say what are you serious so paul pierce will probably go down as one of the worst analysts in espn history there's some bad ones I think Jay Will and Reggie Miller can probably do a show called LeBron Fan Club because they just be every every other sentence that they say is about LeBron. The only person I can really take serious is Jalen Rose. A lot of people hate on Chris Webber. I don't know why. Chris Webber tries to be too deep in his commentary. I do agree with that. But Chris Webber, I like, I like what Chris Webber commentates games. Shout out to Paul Pierce. I'm sure this isn't going to stop anything that he does. Apparently, he got a $250,000 deal from a company to do NBA analysts with strippers in the background. Dope. Still a first ballot Hall of Famer. Still one of the greatest players in Celtics history. He was just out there living his best life. Didn't have a care in the world. Pretty sure he didn't want to be on ESPN because I'm pretty sure once they hired him, they told him to watch what he posts on social media, and he didn't anyway. And when you think about Disney and all of the family-friendly episodes and things that Disney had, I'm pretty sure that they looked at that and they said, "Nope, you gotta go, bro. You got to go." But shout out to Paul Pierce, man. And shout out to y'all for listening to this episode, man. I appreciate y'all rocking out with me. Another one bites the dust. We are done. I'm about to go and do what I do best. Probably hook up the game, play a little bit of 2K. Probably get my bags ready for Florida. I don't know. It's all good, though. I appreciate y'all rocking out with me. I'm your host, Tyrone Smith. Wrong to exclusive hustle bandit sneaker bandit four point island lock them up wrong. Daytona three sixty Frotono four twenty seven. I think it was four twenty seven four twenty seven four twenty eight one of them. Daytona four something. Signing out. I'll holler at y'all in two weeks. Y'all take care of yourselves. Mask up wherever you go. Don't bring nothing back home because it's dangerous. But I'll holler at y'all in two weeks, man. for tuning in your support is greatly appreciated if you want more access to the show or the brand overall follow us on instagram at exclusive breakdown for early access and content offered nowhere else check out patreon.com slash exclusive breakdown we'll be back in two weeks unless something happens to bring us back on the mic
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.